What? An additional 5 million Americans who smoke or used to smoke should undergo annual screenings for lung cancer. I wouldn't get one. Shoot. We're on the council. <sighs> you better. You still haven't it's a done this way to die. You know what I'm saying? Lung cancer? Oh, you are getting it. <laughs> Two different conversations oh. going on here. Do you know? I don't know why it came up, but within the last I don't know year or two, I mentioned that to Jess, and she said, "Give me his cell phone number right now." She was going to read you the riot Well, act. you're out of your mind not to get this done immediately. In fact, I need to go. I had mine when I what was. What are you talking about? Colonoscopies. Oh, Matthew, what is wrong no, with no, you? No, no, no. I just said the same thing, but he just informed us I've been us on him for 10 is. years. Oh, it's scheduled? All right. Let's focus on the positive. Yeah. All right. Focus on the positive. This is GL 1183. Um. No, she was. She said, "Give me his cell phone number right now." I said, "You're not calling him." Oh, we have the always available editorial on uh, daylight savings time. Yeah, I have another uh, dark thought about the uh, barbarians. Yeah. TV behind you. The who's the barbarians who are among us? They live among us. They in the house. I never did give my Summit Avenue theory yesterday, did I? No. You briefly touched on it before we went live. But we weren't on the air, right? Correct. And I think it was just to me. I bet he's going to write Summit. You're right. Look at that. I'm right inside, aren't I? Yes, you are. Are you going to be at the town council meeting? Yeah. In River Falls? We yes. all are. Where are you? Get, the, uh, get this ready. Boom, boom, boom. That's what we call the rim shot. It's ready. All right. Rim shot. Do you want that one or do you want this one? Whoa! That one's way better. That one? That That one's good. Let's see. What am I going to watch during GL today? The best of Barbara Stanwyck. Why don't you pay attention to the show? Maybe it'll be a better show. The what? The 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 show. The program? The program. YouTube. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Wait a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold up. My TV says I have a microphone on my remote. I do not. Drawing room or smoking room? Turn that shit off. Hey, 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 hey. You're not the boss. You're not the boss of me. I think about, he's the boss of you. How about this You're one? You're not the boss of me now. Blame it on the bossarino. You want that one? The boss of me. Rim show. Let me see what da, other options are. Huh? Um, um. Yeah. We we ready. Freddy. Who's bringing the truck, Freddy? Uh, yeah, Freddy. <laughs> Remember that? That was from Fletch. Our Joe, Joe, what? Our names, yours, mine, all of us. Yeah. Okay. Oh, who am I going to be? Well, I don't know. We have to figure out what name isn't linked with controversy. Maybe you know what? We need to make up names. (laughs) What new rim? Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Didn't we have a nickname for you? 
Yeah, we all had nicknames. What was your nick? No, not the <clears throat> dumbass stuff. Dumbass, uh, stupid ass. Uh, your ass hat. Chris is jackass. Matt is dumbass. Yeah. John is smart ass. No, John is wise ass. Wise yeah, ass. I am, yeah. I'm smart ass. I don't know what I was. You are I'm late to the game. Your ass hat. How about no, this? Joe. Joe is proven to be a racist name. Oh. That's not. Wait for it. No. No. Watch till the end. Is that what you're saying? Watch <laughs> till the end. Yeah. It just goes on for nine minutes. <laughs> it's the five-minute drum roll bed. <laughs> Do you guys remember? Wait, wait for it. Do you remember who I got that? That's with? my kind of humor. I got Pellicer with that so bad once. Because Tommy had a tough time uh, he couldn't operating go off, on the fly. He, he couldn't go off guy. script. No, yeah. he could not go off script. <clears throat> and, so, and so I, I did that, and he kept... Looking at me, I, oh my God, he's like a I deer had in the to, doesn't get it. I had to stop throwing him curveballs because it it frightened him. It did, it did. Rattaloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. It's fifty six, and I'm out of the here at twenty five. Okay. The best was that football player that used to work at the fan. That big Mike, Mike Morris. Mike Morris. Mike Morris. Oh, he could he could hit a curveball, baby. He was good. <laughs> Rattaloni's the greatest thing yeah. was Harrigan asking him. If he wanted to write out his script in crayon, oh my or, god, that was that was <laughs> best line. That was just great. Yeah. Whenever he was alone, he always introduced me with news as John Hines. And every every time, every time we'd go, no, no, John Hines works at a different station. Like, Let's go. <laughs> Rattaloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Yeah. No more fun. <laughs> no more fun. Here we go, over. Tigers. Fun's Here we go. Over. You ready, rim shot? I want a rim shot. Yeah. Hey, dig it, dig it. John, that's not a song. It is a song, Erica Badu. It's a great song. Rolling, bro. No. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, Wait for it. Watch till the end. Rattaloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1183, November 2nd, 2023. It was 72 degrees on this day in 1978. And it was 9 degrees on this day in 1951. Hey, hail the flashlight king. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Uh, one more note on Achilles' heel. Oh. Uh, Luke sent me this. I was unaware of this. Did you know he had a brother, Bofides? Did not know. Bofides? Bofides. When Bofides was a child, his mother held him by the groin mm. and dipped him in the river Styx so as to make him invincible in battle. Oh. However, oh. just like Achilles, he had a weak spot. Because his mother held him by the groin, this is where he became vulnerable. 
So you may have heard of Achilles' heel, but I bet you have never heard of Bofidi's nuts. <laughs> Woo! Whoa! Yeah! <laughs> I gotta wow. call my nephew. I'm gonna call my nephews right now. You have that to. is that's too good. When Bofidis. Joe uh, practiced this one earlier, I thought I didn't practice it. Why, why did? Why are you taking rookies' material already? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's nuts. <laughs> Bofidi's nuts. Bofidi's nuts. Bofidi's was the... Uh, Hold on, oh! I gotta write this down. Blow paint. Was the brother of <laughs> yes. Achilles. Bofidi's. Is that worse? Having Patrick practice that joke, too? Yes. Okay. I should. But see, Pat Hell doesn't... He's horrible at telling jokes. Well, not only is he horrible at telling jokes, he doesn't <laughs> like jokes. Yes, he does. No, not really. Really? No, not really. He doesn't... Uh, he's... He's more into real life. It's because he hasn't crafted the art. That's why. He's vulnerable in both of these nuts. <laughs> that was his weak spot. Both right. of these nuts. Oh, that was his weak spot. Yeah. Dipped him Just in the Just like water. Achilles, his heel was his weak spot. Right. With both of these, his nuts were the weak spot. His mom wow. held him by the swimsuit she and have done she that. dipped him in the river. She shouldn't I'm have done that. Right. I'm just, I'm just going to sign off right now if you guys don't mind. Yep. See ya. I think that's what my pontoon, instead of calling it D's nuts... <laughs> It, it should be both of these nuts. B o p h e d e s. Make it. Oh, you went with yes. you went with the p h. Now, uh, none of you morons would do it, so Kelsey did the whole. Thank you, Kels. Way to go, Ter. <laughs> the uh, the enemy who teaches at Bloomington Kennedy, her name being she's got a lot of names, <clears throat> Meredith Stanton. She's got a new name now. Uh, in the in the public records of Bloomington, Meredith Stanton Abbey Dash Kierstad uh, was employed uh, is employed in the public, uh, Bloomington Public Schools and has an annual salary of what? Um, one twenty five, ninety three thousand five hundred thirty eight dollars, oh. according to Bloomington Public Records. The salary is twenty two percent higher than the average and 13% higher than the median salary in Bloomington Public Schools. This is for the year 2022, so presumably she's making more now. She's a social studies teacher. Huh. And her annual wage is 93538 uh, We don't know if that includes bonuses, benefits, retirement contributions, pension, and other financial data. This is, is from the Bloomington Public Schools salaries, govsalaries.com slash salaries okay. slash okay. amen okay. Okay. slash okay. Bloomington no. Public no. Schools because I want this to be factual. <sighs> is that for with the summers off, Joe? Yes. That, uh, oh, that's, wow. That's, that's, that's uh, uh, it's a good gig. And she's out there preaching her anti-American beliefs, which leads me to a question. When you look at the city council candidates or some of the sitting members in both Minneapolis and St. Paul, uh, why would the average St. Paul or Minneapolis citizen go for them? Maybe there's no such thing anymore as the average citizen. For example, the uh, Ho Chi Minh or whatever her name is who's running in the Como Quinn area. Young came. Well, look it up. Ward 5. She got the Star Tribune endorsement. She's a Democratic Socialist of America. And I reviewed their program again today, their platform. And they are clearly anti-American in terms of what we have always been. 
They're Mysterians who wish to change. They don't have values. Hua Young Kim. Right. They don't have values. They have agendas. There's a big difference. So you're a homeowner in Como, and you've got three kids, and you're sending them to either a public school or a private school, and mom's got a minivan, and dad has a car, and he goes off to work every day, and they don't want crime in their neighborhoods. They want to be safe. They want to be able to go down to Como Lake and have a picnic and whatever. Why would you vote for someone who follows the, uh, who expresses fealty to the Democratic Socialists of America platform, which, for example, is no prisons, which is tantamount to saying they don't believe in crime, and and anti-capitalism. They want socialist ownership of the means of production. Why would you vote for that person? Have you given up? Are you soured on America? Are you are you tired of it? What happened to you? Why why will this person probably win? Uh, well, one reason is she has no competition. No one stepped forward. Yes, they have. Yes, they have in her case. I'm thinking of Nelsie. I'm thinking of uh, somebody yeah, else. Nelsie. Uh, Ward 5, you have Pam Tollefson. She's been endorsed by people who have actually worked for a living. Mm-hmm. She's endorsed by people who have values. Who's the one running against uh, Unger? Uh, Unger, who is not... Kelsey, that's Ward 11 or 6? 6, I believe, isn't it? No, she's already in. Somebody's running against her. Nelsie Yang? Yeah, she's the incumbent. Oh, it's Nelsie Yang, Ward 4. Yeah, she's in. No, not 4. Yeah, it's 4. Check it out. It's 4. Okay. It's Ward 4, Nelsie... No, I'm sorry... Mitra Jalali is Ward 4. Right. Ward 6 is Nelsie uh, Yang. Well, who? where is Gary Unger fit he's, in here? He's running against her. Who? Uh, uh, Ward 6, Nelsie Yang. Okay. But he's not running an active campaign. No. And on the um, well, MSN that's... thing, he didn't have any credentials. He didn't have any biography listed. It's kind he of has, half-assed. He has great credentials. He was no, but I mean, they weren't, they weren't put on. He didn't enter them. What are you thinking as a voter? What are you? Uh, what are? Have you given up on uh, the United States as we know it? Quite seriously, I ask this question. Have you just given up? Do they believe what many other failed socialist countries believe that it will be different in our case? We're yes. going to do it right. Is that what they think? They believe in a future that can be managed rather than be left to natural forces. And they wish to be the managers. It's never worked. Of course it doesn't. I, I mean, not in a free society. It hasn't worked. I mean, it's it's going great for that clown in North Korea and uh, the jag off in China. Uh, but, you know, that's the citizens. It violates the most fundamental intrinsic human virtue of them all, which is freedom. Yeah. Equity, for example, cannot coexist with freedom. Yeah, freedom is the enemy. Yeah. yeah. So... Why are they winning? Why are the progressives winning? They're winning handily in Minneapolis. Because people aren't paying attention and they're voting, but they're just throwing down a name. And I know some uh, some people who lean left who would poo-poo me and say, oh, these are good people. They just They just wish to have a different form of democracy. These are good people. Well, no, no, they're not. If if you want to preserve some semblance of the traditions and customs of America that you know, right and wrong, criminal punishment, yeah. <clears throat> working, capitalism, 
they, they're hiding, for example, they hide quite often behind uh, what they believe to be a climate crisis. There is no crisis. It's wholly manufactured to bring about this. It has, remember, it has nothing to do with what the temperature is supposed to be. But other people say it is, and the newspapers back it up, so it must be true. I have a, I have a theory. Maybe it's an obvious one, but I've never stated it publicly. I have a theory about those who would turn Summit Avenue into a regional bike trail. Right. I, I, I think they believe that such an avenue should not exist. I don't that know why it should it's belong to all. That it's an example of prosperity. It's an example of capitalism. It's an example of of uh, hard work and competition. It's an example of forebearers who were probably racist idiots. Even though it was met at every single meeting, people showing up in droves saying, "Leave it alone." Right. Yeah. And, but and, what they're opposed to. Why can't to... those people win? Why can't those homeowners win? Why are unelected people pushing this through, including the Met Council, which has voted to approve it as a regional regional trail, which apparently would uh, mean they would provide some money for it. A judge has held it up now, demanding that the city demonstrate why you don't think an environmental study is necessary. Why, Why would you want to go up and down Summit Avenue, tear out the trees, reduce the parking, Create an elevated bicycle lane in both directions. It's easy, easy. Help I've got, me, help me. Uh, they're not opposed to the avenue, the trees, the the boulevard, the beauty. They're opposed to the houses and the people that live in them and the way they earn their money. If they kept those houses there and converted them to multifamily dwellings, they'd be all for it. They'd love Summit Avenue, but... That's not going to happen. It's a good point. It's a good point. And it's an example of them having an agenda, not values. Right. The value in St. Paul, St. Paul, one of St. Paul's values has been this charming avenue. There's really none other like it in the United right. States. Right. It's a marvelous, peaceful, beautiful street full of beautiful homes. And their agenda is such a thing should not exist. It does not <clears throat> reflect equity. They don't look at Summit the way we do. We go up at Summit, uh, up and down Summit, and we say, "The American dream is possible. This is proof." They don't. They feel the opposite. Exactly. They, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, and so, it's just a crying shame because the people who live on Summit, uh, they pay hefty taxes. They're uh, Engage citizens. They uh, they pay their fair share. They mow their lawns and shovel their sidewalks, and they're 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 among us. And along comes people driven by agendas who have no values. Summit Avenue to them equals manifest destiny, racism, the stomping out of indigenous peoples. It, it, it represents everything they hate and can't live with. And, and can't look. I mean, I, don't you? I look at Manifest Destiny and go, damn, pretty bad. But here we are. Let's make the best of it. Mm-hmm. They can't do that. I, I just, uh, I, I think it's a crying shame. It's a beautiful, beautiful street. And uh, I think, Kenny, you, you, however intentionally or unintentionally you stumbled on it, yeah, they won't be happy until those big piles of red brick have been divvied up into sixplexes. 
<laughs> Thank you, Joe. Yeah. Well, they won't. Backhanded, right. backhanded compliment, if ever. Plus one a punch in the face. And a... <laughs> but I held you Thank so you, you wouldn't fall down. <laughs> I held Thank you. you with my left hand and punched you with my right. <laughs> Thank you, oh precious Joe. Yeah. No, you're right. This is what they want. They they envision a future that can be managed. We have always had a future that was left up to us. Something to aspire right. to. Right. Yep. Let's go. Take back the castle. I have not, even at my tender age, I have not given up the idea of living on Summit Avenue. I, I won't. I probably never. I mean, I will never. We're going to find a homeless encampment? Or... I am. Oh. But, but I think it's lovely. I think it's something to aspire to. It's yes. beautiful. And... Uh, I, I love big houses, but I aspire to Ted Kaczynski's lifestyle. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and that's fine because that's what you want, not what that's, you're being told that you want. Thank you. That's America. That's yeah. freedom right yeah. there. Well, that was my theory on Summit. It's much deeper. Uh, it has an ideological strain running through it to bring about this, what I call, destruction of Summit Avenue. And... Uh, Take the money that's available, if there is any, and pave the street and see you later. It's already got bike lanes. We have a five-month bike season, if that. Right. I, don't I, know I did drive by Fair, on Fairview today nice. and saw them at the, those blocks at St. Kate's. and at, what, what is the point of it? I don't know, but think of when they have to plow the street. Well, and plus, why didn't you take that money and just make the street smooth? Yeah. What is the po- We're talking about islands in St. Paul. Maybe Minneapolis streets are undergoing the same fad. Oh, that's, islands. Yeah, they did it for years in South Minneapolis. They're everywhere down there. And this isn't even a bump out. It's just in the middle of so, the median. And I can't see what purpose it's supposed to serve. Because they put it in the turn lanes. Right. So the turn lanes, you can't, there's no turn lane there anymore. And if it's the internal combustion engine they're so alarmed by... You've just increased someone's drive time. Right. Let's say you're... Uh, oh, 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 you just stumbled in all your ignorance. You just stumbled on it. Dummy? The, well, the ironic uh, windmilling there. Hey, man. You're spending more time in your car. Yep. You're burning more fossil fuels. You're making the uh, global warming thing worse. You're westbound on uh, Boland. Mm-hmm. And you want to cross Fairview and continue westbound on Boland. Maybe you're going to go down a mass right. at Lumen Christie. Got it. Now you can't. You come up to Fairview, you got to turn right. Yeah. And, and jog spew another more, block. Spew and more. spew tons <laughs> <Yes>. of pollutants. <laughs> yes. Knocking pedestrians yeah, over who are choking right. to death. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good plan. Honest to God. Honest to God. Where are you, God? What's happening? What's going on? Well, Call let, us home. Let me, let, me go, let me go back to the beginning. Voters in St. Paul, what are you thinking? Are Pam you- Tollison, uh, and I say this because we've met her, we've talked to her, she's been vetted, she's, a, she's the real deal. She's not a career public servant. And those can't even be called career public servants anymore. They're career agendaists, if that's a word. And and yet this uh, what's her name again? Uh, How? Uh, Hua Yong Li. Kim. Kim. What? Why should she be elected? God bless you, Huang Long. But uh, you know you don't share any value that I have. Zero. 
Zero. You don't have values. You have an agenda. There's a huge difference. Words mean something. And quit saying on your uh, campaign literature that you have these, you have shared values with St. Paul. No, you don't. St. Paul is becoming unrecognizable because of this agenda. It has nothing to do with values. Same with Minneapolis. Minneapolis is a shadow of its former self. It's being run by people with an agenda. The agenda will confront you in ways that will have your life being managed by them. And your manifest destiny has been taken off the table, and you're going to live the life that they're creating for you. And you have uh, less than a week to wake up. (laughs) Best of luck with all that. (laughs) And they've already proved there's no ceiling on the amount of taxes you're going to be paying. It goes up, uh, you know, it's leaps and bounds every year, especially you folks in St. Paul. Well, they're they're uh, they're up there. That's that's right, uh, Kenny. Uh, <laughs> that's right, Kenny. Okay, Kenny. okay, Kenny. Okay. <laughs> Say it's a time of the year when voting for the 2023 Golden Turkey Award is officially underway. This is conducted by the Center of the American Experiment. What you do is uh, jot down what you think is the most egregious example of government waste. How about a $500 million new state office building? $500 million for a Come new on. state office building. Hundred and eighty six grand to close the flying squirrel research gap. We never knew that existed. No. One hundred and ninety four point five million Northern Lights Express, another empty train. That money pit known as the governor's mansion. You get the idea. The nominations can be endless. And how about Tim Walls' six point nine million dollar COVID morgue? That never fleshed out, nope. did it? Right. The Minnesota Department of Education's $250 million loss to free food fraud. The Southwest Light Rail Project. You name it, you can win a 2023 Golden Turkey Award. It will be announced on this show on November 22nd, I believe. Yes, the day before Thanksgiving. And uh, you just go to uh, uh, AmericanExperiment.org slash Golden Turkey Make your nomination, and you could be the winner of the Golden Turkey Award. Um, The clip is way too long, but I was monitoring this in queue. President, excuse me, Vice President Kamala Harris announced that today... We are taking an important step forward in our fight against hate. And I, meaning Vice President Harris, I am proud to announce the Biden-Harris administration will develop our nation's first national strategy to counter Islamophobia. Islamophobia? Yeah. Yeah. It's the Jews who are being hated. Right. That, yeah, I think that uh, that was a little earlier today, wasn't it, John? It sure was. Well, I'm yeah. seeing this. This yeah. was posted at 11:55 a.m. Mufta. Um, where did I see that? Oh, I go to too many websites. Same. I lost already the script you had me read for Precision Door. Here is my shocked face. 
I can print it again if you need me to. Well, for God's sakes. Hey, can we please promote the council meeting when we get back? Get back. Yeah. Ken, uh, I need a seafoam. I lost it. It's not here. I don't know where it is. <laughs> Look again. It's there. Look at Chalice. Hey, check it out again. Look at You didn't lose it. It's there. Maybe I put it over here. <clears throat> <clears throat> right there. Yep. Okay. It was sitting right there. Right next to the tuna fish. <laughs> oh, here it is. Here it is. About four and a half inches from his hand. Yeah. Uh, it, it looked like other copies. I see. Well, it gets a little confusing because they all have like words. And, like, <laughs> it's on a piece of white paper. Can't there be a few blank pages just to give right. you a break? Can you use like color? I know. So this goes, Rook. There it is. This goes. Double in. cross. This goes. Oh, gets yeah, a double. 50%. Is it? No. What? Nothing. No, I'm going to be nice. I'm not going to be mean. I've got so much here. Okay. Got a lot on your mind? I do. We got to get the birds. It's funny. Funny how? Let's have some funny. Let me know when you're ready. I am. You ready, Ken? Not really, but we'll let's just see what happens. Wing it. All right. Yeah, let's go. Go. It's time to play Love in a Hardware Store. <laughs> wow. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, <laughs> sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Well, Joe, friends, GLers, thus ends Kenny's grain cart driving of 2023. No. We wrapped her up. We wrapped her up. Everybody else is wrapping her up. You know what that means? You know what that means for seafoam? That means you're going to be dumping it in your combines, in your quads, in your red ones, your green ones, whatever you're using out there in the field. You're going to put that thing to bed clean, I hope, right? And uh, you're going to dump a whole hell of a lot of seafoam into the tank so you can fire that baby up next spring. Toot sweet, no problem. Uh, I know I've done it for everything I've got here around the, the homestead. Um, but you know what else likes uh, seafoam? And, and it's not necessarily the engine treatment. It's the deep creep. Anything that could possibly freeze up. All of your locks, all of your paddle locks... Don't make me spell that for you. Uh, they all need a big dose of deep creep to keep them from freezing when it goes from rain to freezing rain to sleet to snow, and then it melts, and then it freezes. Deep creep can stop all of that. It keeps everything working fantastic, even when it's 150 below zero. Um, so you got the deep creep. you got the motor treatment. Uh, you might need a little trans-tune over the winter when she gets uh, cold. All of these chemicals are fantastic from Seafoam, and you can find them anywhere that fine automotive chemicals are sold. And they make a great gift idea, stocking stuffer. A local company, a global reach, and a true miracle in a world of bad gas. CFO. Willard Anger writes, not only are the barbarians in the door, they're on your couch eating your Velveeta and watching your TV. Mm -hmm. We already have the endemic corruption that socialism inevitably brings. Food fraud, educational equipment missing, inability to make simple, sound decisions, 
the example being the third precinct debacle. They are gradually boiling us frogs in a soup of marginally useful issues and slowly bringing about a society based on government rather than one based on merit. Or as we said earlier, they imagine a managed future. They are under the mistaken impression there will be no more classes. This is to deny the reality of the human condition. We still will have classes, but they will be roughly based on your position in a certain party and in the government, such as leading officials, administrative drones, government worker bees, ad infinitum. And the insatiable beast will need to be fed by those of us who produce ideas and things with actual value. And the production will likely be hobbled by the requirement of correct thinking, or what we call being woke. It won't work in the long run, but I see rough roads ahead. That is just, that's about as depressing as you can get. Mm-hmm. He's not wrong. Because he's right. Yep. There still will be classes. But nature. That's but, our nature. But we're going to be third assistant shift leaders, and Huang Long Lee, or whatever her name is, is going to be a vice chairman of some party. Yeah, it's your party. it'll be your party status. He's absolutely right. Here is a uh, unconstrained mayor who has become constrained. A new rule enacted by Boston's Democratic mayor will go into effect. It went into effect yesterday, giving the coppers authority to dismantle a homeless tent city in a neighborhood in Boston that has been called the Methadone Mile, the corner of Melnia, Cass Boulevard, and Massachusetts Avenue in the south part of Boston, known as the Methadone Mile, has for years been occupied by tents and tarp covers and tragically dwelled in by people struggling with addiction. The area has been riddled with crime, prompting Mayor Michelle Wu to begin the process of dissolving the tent encampment, a process that started yesterday. A report in the Boston Herald said that residents of the tent city have been notified of the new rule, of course, in several languages. And any newcomers to the camp will be met by a coordinated team of social workers and law enforcement who will inform them that no new tents will be allowed. So even the unconstrained apparently can be pushed to a a decision-making situation. And in this case, the unconstrained progressive mayor of Boston, Michelle Wu, has finally said, okay, that's enough. Uh, we're authorizing the police to get in there and do something. Did it somehow affect her personally? Because that's usually the only time they change their ways. Well, when, when crime comes to their front doorstep, uh, I, I uh, didn't see anything. No. All right. I've been hanging on to some of these things. That's a cut line. I won't read that. The football game between USC and UC Berkeley last Saturday, I believe it was last Saturday. No, this is published October 28th. What day was that? That was... Staff, anyone? That was Saturday. Saturday. That was Saturday, yep. Uh, (laughs) Halloween was Tuesday. Okay, the football game. Well, did USC and UC Berkeley play Saturday? Anyway, there was a protest before the game. Before the game scheduled 1 p.m. kickoff, a group of students sat down in the center of Cal Bears Memorial Stadium field with thousands in the stands for the start of the game. The players waited on the sidelines while 15 people, 
all dressed in white T-shirts that read Justice for Yvonne, I-V-O-N-N-E, locked arms showing support for a professor currently on paid administrative leave. The protest ended when police escorted the students from the field after a delay to start the game. Jessica Perry, a public information officer with the Berkeley Police Department, said there were numerous arrests but referred calls for additional info to UC police. They were not available. It was the latest in a series of protests supporting Yvonne Del Val, an associate professor in the Department of Spanish and Portuguese at UC Berkeley. Del Val is currently on paid leave after several university investigations found that she had harassed and stalked a colleague. So what we got here is a protest in favor of the stalker. Got it. Huh? Several students who said they support Del Val, or maybe it's Del Valley, spoke to KQED describing her. We were aware a protest may take place, and our top priority was said UC. Okay. Some online observers erroneously attributed the Saturday to the situation in Israel and Gaza. That wasn't it. They were defending the uh, woman who has been found by reports of the school to be have stalked another professor. So the students went out on the center in the middle of the football field and, and protested on behalf of the uh, stalker demanding her reinstatement. They refused to yield? In case you were wondering, and I know that you were, USC edged California in a pitcher's duel 50-49. to 49. Was it just this past Saturday? Yes. Okay. They take on Washington. And Saturday. I've never traveled the Blue Ridge Parkway, but there's much to be said about man, sight, human, humans, human. losing sight with nature. Have you ever been on the Blue Ridge Parkway, anyone? Staff? I don't anyone? think so. No. no. Uh, you can access it about 12 miles northwest of, of Asheville, North Carolina. I've been in Asheville. It's Wait beautiful a country. Maybe I have. But I've never been on the Blue Ridge Parkway. In Ooh. any event, we're closing an eight-mile stretch of the Blue Ridge Parkway because of an incident involving a black bear. So we're closing eight miles. The closure started uh, Monday and will be in place until further notice. This follows multiple reports of visitors feeding and attempting to hold a young bear at the Lane Pinnacle Overlook, 12 miles northeast of downtown Asheville. The scenic route will be closed from milepost 367 near the Craggy Gardens picnic area to milepost 375 at Ox Creek Road, according to the National Park Service. We're closing the road for the safety of the bear and park visitors. <laughs> when people intentionally attract bears with trash and food, it can lead to a very dangerous situation. But humans have lost sight of nature. In this instance, we want to give the bear a chance to lose interest in the area before the situation escalates and visitors and or the bear are harmed. Wait a minute. Mm -hmm. What did Yogi do when the ranger went on vacation? <laughs> He pretty much, up, didn't he? Hey, pretty much took over. Yeah, he lived it up. Yeah. That parkway traverses some of the highest mountain ridges for 469 miles between Shenandoah National Park in Virginia to the Great Smoky Mountains National Park at Cherokee. Is it is the most visited unit in the National Park Service huh. with 15.7 million visitors wow. in wow. 2022. Wait a minute. Is this part of the... Bear. Oh, why are you doing that? 
I know who she's voting for. You got to You got to I can't. Is this part of the Appalachian Trail? Yes, it must be. October is one of the busiest months because of the fall color seekers. Hmm. So here we're in the middle of their tourist season, their fall color season. We're closing eight miles of it because the, uh, because we don't want to hurt the bears and or the people who are morons. So um, there you have it. Point wow. of clarification. I did not drive on the Blue Ridge Parkway, but on one of the dumb, dumb runs, I was just east of the Blue Ridge Parkway. Well, why not just leave everything open and leave the damn bear alone? Let exactly. the bear be a bear. Just, well, that's, just that's everybody what, go about, you know. That's being, what would happen in Gumption County. Yeah. Uh, Is that close to the Blue Ridge Mountains of Virginia? Yes. It's okay. on the border. On the trail of the Lonesome Pine? Yeah. Okay. It's on the border. It's isn't, a scenic part of the isn't country. Isn't that home to a famous stretch of road that serious motorcyclists like to take? It's called, I think it's called the Tail of the Dragon. I think Weber's been there. Yeah. Weber goes down there every year with his bike. It's, yeah. it's beautiful. Well, you know you've been there. I will do it in a car now. I won't do it anymore on a bike. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. In Gumption County, uh, people would tell each other at the Knack Hardware and Lounge, hey, watch it when you're out there on that curve of McLaren's Lane because there's a bear. And then people would, would watch out and not stop to feed it, and the road would never have to be closed. Right. Boom. In fact, it is almost directly on the border of Virginia and North Carolina. In the Blue Ridge Mountains of Virginia, on the trail of the lonesome. Uh, okay. Okay. Thanks, right. Dan. Did you ever see the movie, Laurel and Hardy? The film, the current one. Uh, I don't think I did. With John I don't know, C. Riley. I don't know and, uh, if I could drag the bride I've, into that. Oh, I've it was seen, wonderful. I've seen it. And yeah. they, they showed how that, remember that? Yeah, when they're when they're walking together. And that was from the Laurel and Hardy movie, Way Out West, where they sang that song. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. They, in, the, in the modern film, uh, what, we're, what, we're, what we're capturing is Laurel and Hardy in their real lives. And it shows the filming of that, how they would have filmed that. There's a big tracking camera on a dolly, and you and it backs off, and you can see the set and the whole thing. It's just wonderful. Oh, cool! Uh, you know what? Maybe maybe I can talk her into watching. And then that. after that, Oliver said, "Hey, let's go out to uh, Catalina and chase some tail, tail." <laughs> Got it. And then bear would eat your kayak. And the bear would right. eat the kayak and everything. Come on, bear. Uh, okay. It's an interesting negotiating tactic with the bear, by the way. It is. Yeah. How did she know its name? <laughs> and how iron, I mean, what, what, what he probably what introduced himself. thinking to name the bear, bear, right. you know? Sure just this crazy world, and we're living in it. We're just living in it. May I tell you something about our town hall meeting? Please proceed. Yes. You got a sponsor? Our town council meeting. Yes. Do we have a major sponsor? We do. Good. Garage Door of the Twin Cities. Precision. It's Love Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities in western Wisconsin. They're going to be sponsoring our town council meeting at Tattersall Brewery on November 15th. And right now, schedule a free on-site new door estimate with one of Precision Garage Door designers. A new garage door is better than uh, is more than you think because just think of the insulation you're going to inquire, the increase in the value of your home, the reliability, you can save energy, they're sturdy, well-insulated, well-maintained garage doors, provide a layer of protection and improved home security. And those garage doors can bust, you know. Mm -hmm. Take care of it before that happens. If you like same-day appointments, so does Precision Garage Door. They serve the metro in western Wisconsin. Make sure you let them appreciate you. Uh, make sure that you let them know you appreciate 
a GLer owned business, G, uh, Precision Garage Door. Get help online immediately at precisiondoormn.com, and you can call them for that free estimate if you're in that space. 612-263-6985. Cross her off. One more. Rotonius. That Eberts is a polite fellow, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Good. He's a good egg. I mean, he thanks you for answering the phone. I saw it was you, Pat, and I didn't want to pick up, but I knew I had to. <laughs> um, do you want me to give you a bunch of spots tomorrow for next week, Chris? Oh, F. Are you gone next right. week? Um, is Kenny gone next let week? Me, uh, let yes. me do some 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 configurating. Because I slay deer. Yeah. Um, I just got copy points for Maple Grove, so I'll have a Maple Grove for you okay. for tomorrow. Okay. I'll uh, put a seafoam in the can. And um, moon. I'll give you a moon. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Let's Let's do that. Let's do Johnny, and then we'll still have time to do this bird situation. <clears throat> Birds. What is that gal's name from KS95, Chris, that does the moon? Kayla Peterson. Caitlin Haig. No, I think it's P P E D E. How's the old market doing? How are we doing there? I think it's P-E-D, Peters. Got it. Found okay. it. Rob O'Brien. I know him. John. Yes, sir. When you get to your midway point, would you please uh -huh. throw it to Rook? Rook. Rook, I need a Minnesota Masonic Charities. Uh, when do you want a um, schoonover? Right here, bitch. Or do you need another? My appointment's no. tomorrow. Should I weigh in? Um, I will be calling on you here, so just don't go anywhere. <laughs> Guys, William got in trouble at school today. Uh -oh. What are you doing? Uh, my mama told me to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he was goofing around with a friend, and he grabbed his chips at lunch and dumped them on the both of these tray, and the friend slapped him. Oh, Ooh. Yeah. well, then why did he get in trouble? He's well, the one who got slapped. That does, no, you don't touch somebody else's stuff. He's in trouble oh, he too. I get it. He dumped the other kid's chips. Yeah, I see. Was he, a, was he an enemy? The kid was an no. Enemy? It's his buddy Jacob. They were effing around. Kind of, but. Jacob slapped them, so we're going to have to have a little oh, chat when we well, get Well, Jacob home. needs to learn how to fight. Yeah, you got to close those None fingers of this up. None stuff. Got a full fist <laughs> right, to the, right to the kisser. God. I was, I was a very Lord sensitive Lord. a very sensitive kid. I would have started so crying. The thing, well, right. John, it's so funny you say that because that's what, so the gal Rose, the school, whatever you call it, lunchroom gal, called both Jess and I. And she said William got really upset after this happened. Oh, well, so sure I know, he did, yeah. Because Jacob's his buddy. 
So we got to oh, no, he didn't cry in front of Jacob. I'm really hoping he did. Oh, that's embarrassing. Plus, we have our first basketball mm. practice tonight. Jacob's on the same team. In fact, oh. Jacob's dad and I are the two coaches. <laughs> Why don't you slap his dad? <laughs> yeah, that's payback. Yeah. <laughs> Closed fist. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I wouldn't do that. Frank's a big time GLer, too. Hmm. Frankly, he's not a town council member. <laughs> Got to teach that boy how to fight with his fists. No, no fighting. We're going to break some noses here. At least it didn't happen yesterday because yesterday was his birthday. Then we had Can to we go? him on his birthday. Well, what are we waiting for? Uh, yeah, let's go here. Are you Come guys on. ready? Wait, I got to get rid of the girl attacking the bear with the kayak. Um, I'm do another. Oh, God, I hate you. Jeez, sometimes. what happened to Ruth Tambernino? How about... I don't know who that is. How about, let's change the subject. I was going no, to ask earlier. No, I, I was going to ask earlier, and I thought I better not. That was <laughs> so a weird. Here. That was a weird email. I, I, I like it if everyone just shut the fuck up. We can't talk about that. How about we just be quiet while I pop <laughs> us back? The show. Jesus, you are know we what? done yet? I'm going to go hunting with Kenny next week. Yeah. Except I, I'm not going to go there. I'm just Kenny, what are you home. hunting for? Possum. <laughs> this guy wears many hats, just not indoors. <laughs> Joe Souchere. I love when you give me the John Candy laugh. <laughs> give me the... <laughs> a ring! <clears throat> Here's a... Uh, hold on, let me turn my mic off and clear my throat. Talk to that? me, Goose. That's Talk PK Mayo, bruh. Paul Message, yeah. yeah. Okay, here we go. Here's three good reasons why we say Schoonover Body Works and Auto Care is the official... Body shop of Garage Logic. Number one, pretty much anything you need related to auto care, it can be found right there at Schoonover's. Number two, Positive Thursday, always brought to us by Schoonover Body Works and Auto Care, located Shoreview, 1060 County E. Number three, the staff of and listeners to the GL podcast keep this crew shuffling all day, every day. I gave Mike the day off today um, uh, because he's got some work to do for us. Uh, starting with Such, tell me a story, Such. Come on, lay it you on. Better me. be getting my tires because my appointment is tomorrow, and uh, we're all set. He's going to get me a great set of tires. I like the price, and uh, I'll be all set. What color? You're going to have to black tires. Got it. You're going to have to haul those tires home with you. Your nope, uh, summer he's tires. Them for me. That's no, how it I goes. I think he does that for everybody, not just he, me. He does. How it, yeah. yeah that's wow. The deal. Yeah. And good tires will get you through the winter. That's what you need. Put my my story. Tires back on. Listen to this. Do you, do you have a, a post-it on there that says <laughs> "summer only tires"? Yes. Okay. I, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I'm in the grain cart last night. My son calls me from his very safe neighborhood in South Minneapolis, saying his truck was broken into again. Second time in two months, and the captain's side window was broke out this time. So, you know, I, I'm busy. I hung up on them like I always do. <laughs> Called Schoonovers right away. They said, bring it in, put it in the lot, drop the keys. We'll get that window in, get him sent down the road. We'll deal with his insurance company, and we'll work this out. That's My brother what has you one get. of his kids' cars there right now. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Us combined with the GLers. He doesn't even need customers. No, we keep them shuffling, man. Yeah, and uh, that's one of the three things I love about because Ben's asking me all about insurance. I'm like, I, I, I don't know. My uh, Schoonovers, they'll deal with your insurance. Just let them deal with it. Glass, tires, bodywork, engine work, alignment, Schoonover Body Works, and Auto Care. They can handle all of it with ease, including your insurance company. 
1060 County Road in Shoreview and on the web, schoonoverbodyworks.com. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. This update brought to you by North American Banking Company. Uh, I would like to point out that the podcast commercial that just ran is the only one I've ever heard where we said, hey, they don't need customers. <laughs> don't show up. They, they love their customers. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, good. Want to make sure. In news uh, this morning, Minneapolis City Council leaders voted to approve plans to turn a building at 2633 Minnehaha Avenue into the city's new third police precinct. Yeah. In total, eight out of 13 council members voted to approve the Minnehaha location, including council member Latricia Vita. Vita acknowledged the immense trauma that Minneapolis has suffered since May 2020, but said it's time to lead citizens out of that trauma by no longer kicking the can down the road. She said it's not about fighting MPD. It's about supporting the people in the third precinct who want this. The next steps include... I mean, well, is this just not an indication of complete dysfunction? My God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> next steps include converting the building into a police station along with additional community and safety services. City officials estimate it'll take nine months for a build-out that will allow the city to move within a year of purchasing it, uh, to move in, excuse me, within a year of purchasing it. The total cost projected to be about $14 million. That's $10 million to buy the building, $4 million for the build-out, along with the future cost to maintain the site. This comes after city leaders voted down a proposal from council member Jason Chavez to build it at 3716 at Cheatham Avenue. Uh, he presented that today, and it was voted down. Sansom's razor. <laughs> Nothing logically can be accomplished by the public class because it takes in too many other variables. But this is just one thing, one <laughs> item that they can't get done. You what else? You sitting there, you can fix her up for about five mil. Yep. <laughs> Did I? You know where my son lives now, Joe. I um, don't. Yeah, you do, actually, because I alerted you to a building in that neighborhood. Oh, he yeah. Can, yeah. He can see that building from his neighborhood. Oh, yeah. It's a great neighborhood wonderful yeah. blue collar working neighborhood truck gets broken into once a month huh. <laughs> a yeah yeah that's your city yep couple of metro transit notes today crime reported aboard metro transit buses and trains and at its stations and stops throughout the twin cities according to metro transit declined 22 percent over the summer and into early fall they also noted there's lots more work to be done saying perception matters as much as results in this case Meanwhile, Metro Transit has launched a study to find out if turnstiles and other methods would help fare enforcement efforts to get people to pay when they ride. Metro Transit Chief Operating Officer Brian Funk told our buddies down in 5 Eyewitness News the study will focus on the Warehouse Station, 46th Street Station, Snelling Avenue Station, and Franklin Avenue Station with the idea of looking at several ways of improving fare regulations. Funk said Metro Transit will study the use of turnstiles at those locations, and the four spots were chosen because they all have different designs that require different needs. Star Tribune reporting school resource officers in St. Cloud returning to their post after a two-month pause in the program prompted by confusion over that recent law change that we've discussed in the past. St. Cloud Police Department, one of several in the state to suspend its SRO program at the beginning of the year over a new state law that banned the use of some physical holds of students, including prone restraints and any form of physical holding that restricts or impairs a pupil's ability to breathe or communicate distress. 
But the confusion arose over a word change that led many of the state's police chiefs, county attorneys, and sheriffs to interpret the statute as preventing officers from restraining students unless they're about to inflict harm on themselves or others. That caused concern that SROs would be forced to react to situations contrary to their training or policy. St. Cloud leaders said uh, statements from Attorney General Keith Ellison, as well as guidance from state organizations and local county and city attorneys, has provided what they called enough clarification and legal support to make this transition possible. A central Minnesota man admitted yesterday to a burglary count in exchange for dismissal of charges that he offered to pay $50,000 to have his father killed. 39-year-old Robert C. Thomas of Sauk Center pleaded guilty in Todd County District Court and was sentenced to five years probation on account of conspiracy to commit burglary in connection with an August 2021 break-in at his father's Long Prairie apartment. According to court documents, Robert Thomas Sr.'s wife was having an affair with his dad. Oh, that's a messed up Thanksgiving. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm not keeping the players straight Welcome to Wrong Person. The guy who was going to kill Dad, his the guy's wife was going to was it was messing around with Dad. Yeah, the guy, the son was hiring a hitman to kill the dad because the dad was. Was bonking uh, the son's wife? Yeah, I was going to say seeing, but if you want to go with bonking, go ahead. I, I think fine. it's boink. I think there's an I in boinking? there. Boink, yeah, boink. So yeah, let's use correct alliteration here. Was getting it on with the with dad? Yes. Right. What? Canning the apricots. They were canning we, apricots. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, uh, Thomas. You got ages on these people? The, yep. Uh, I uh, I believe I, I mentioned them all, didn't I? Thirty-nine-year-old, the son, yeah. and the dad. The dad is fifty-six. I don't have an uh, age for the Well, yeah, I do have an age for the woman. It comes later in the story, though. John, do you have a a chromosome count or maybe the amount of teeth among the three of them? I don't. um, (laughs) Thomas, that's the son, admitted to... I'm guessing seven. Thomas (laughs) admitted to finding a Twin Cities man who agreed to ransack the apartment. But according to court records, the man entered through a window while Scott Thomas, that would be the dad, and Robert Thomas's wife, Crystal Thomas, were there. It would be oh, the would be hitman saw Scott Thomas and went back out the same way through the window. That a boy. <laughs> the case against Robert Thomas involved a BCA agent acting as the murder for hire co-conspirator, according to prosecution. Now Scott Wait. Thomas, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the guy that went through the window was BCA. Yeah, hitman. Yeah, yes. Apparently, be a, no, no, no. The BCA guy was a co-conspirator. The hitman was a real hitman. This is turning into an episode of the Rockford Files. And the so, age difference between the dad and the son, I believe, is 17 years. Wow. That's 21, isn't it? 39 and... Oh, you're right, 56. So he had him when yeah. he was 17. Uh, well, reach, a lot going on in this story. It's pretty reach, juicy. Well, uh, reached by phone yesterday, Scott Thomas, and that's the dad told the Star Tribune it's difficult to think that his son allegedly plotted to kill him. Scott Thomas said, I was hoping he'd still be so close. Scott Scott Thomas added, I was hoping he'd still be charged with the original charge. Uh, Thomas, during that phone interview, also told the Star Tribune that he and 35-year-old Crystal Thomas are still seeing each other. Where's Crystal at? You know what these people are, Joe? These are people with no options. Wow. <laughs> we have much shots of any of these people? 
Uh, yeah. I did not see any mug shots. No. I'd like to see what Crystal uh, looks like. Well, but, but they I, have, I she has been them. arrested. No, Crystal's an innocent right. party here. So My speak. question is, since they have no options, can't the three of them just make a go of it? My yeah, God. Yeah, can't you can't just get along? <laughs> I mean, a king-size bed will solve all your problems. Well, the guy already <laughs> caught a break. He's not even going to go to jail. No, he's not even being charged with the murder part of it. So You know my phrase in those situations, make yourself useful. <laughs> or deny everything. That is yeah. me. Well, I'm going to skip down to the news a little bit here since we uh, we're talking about messed up families. Uh, this, this is a follow up. Here's a follow up to the story we had yesterday from North Dakota, and it gets even worse. You might remember a jealous girlfriend was charged with poisoning her boyfriend with antifreeze as he went to collect a oh, yeah. $30 million inheritance check. Well, killed him, right? Killed him with drink yeah. antifreeze. I so. saw her picture. Yeah. It might not be that regretful. <laughs> well, um, here's the deal. The family now claims there was no money and both were being scammed. Oh, no. 50, 50, what? Yeah. She bumped him off for no reason. Yep. 51-year-old oh. Stephen Edward Riley Jr. fell ill as he went to the Minot Airport September 3rd to collect the surprise multi-million dollar payday. Police say his girlfriend, Ina Thea Knoyer, had poisoned him, leading to his death. O'Reilly well, had big plans for the millions he was about to receive, but apparently didn't want the gal to share in them, and he had planned to break up with her. But, according to Ryan Riley, the victim's 21-year-old son, the couple had unwittingly fallen victim to an online scam, and never was any money. According, according to the son, Dad had gotten an email from a person who claimed to be a lawyer for an unknown distant relative and organized uh -huh. to, mm -hmm, organized to meet him at the airport to sign off on the cash i'm walking through south minneapolis in or south chicago in bermuda shorts and dark socks before i go to some of those cities yep <laughs> the uh, oh. whole, whole thing according to the sun was a scam it was a stranger who managed to trick dad into believing it was true unfortunately yes in the back you have a question while i'm reading hey uh, joe uh, I've been attending the University of Garage Logic for some time now, and mm -hmm. you often ask a question: How does this happen? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Based upon the last two stories John just read, should it surprise <laughs> you any more why some of the things, you know, people that get voted in, should that surprise you anymore? No. Okay. Yeah. Who are these people voting for? Yeah. The uh, the sun. John, uh, this... What's your guess? <laughs> I'm gonna, That's Trump country where these people I'm just, are. I'm just going to pass. I don't have to yeah. say anything. That's Joe. Yeah. I haven't had to say anything in a couple months, Joe. I appreciate you taking the heat off me. Yeah. I'd be like uh, Trump's kid. Uh, Trump turns the business over to the kid. The kid says, I don't uh, I don't know anything about accounting or business. I, I don't yeah. know anything. I just sign well, what they give me. You know, if you're going to go after him, you better go after that Biden kid. You know what oh, yeah. I, they're, what they're I saw? Screw that. Well, I just screwed that part, but that's okay. We won't get into it. Uh, I, what I pictured when I read that was, remember Mel Brooks signing things as the governor and blazing yeah. saddles? Yes. They were yes. looking yes. at him. all I could see was yeah. licking the tip of the pen and signing it away. Give me something else to sign. <laughs> Give me something else to sign. Uh, by the way, the rest of this story, it's not over, actually. Apparently, uh, the son says they really didn't get along anyway. Is this then, the poisoning story? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ryan, in the military in Texas, he said he took emergency leave to rush back to North Dakota when he learned Dad was in the hospital, visited the home following his death, and he said the, the home was not in very good shape. Uh, we'll leave the details uh, alone, but you can guess 
there's a lot of there was a lot of mess in the house. Let's put it that way. Uh, <laughs> yep. Oh, wow. <laughs> Teddy was also asking yesterday about how, how this all happened, how he ended up drinking the antifreeze. Well, yeah. according to authorities, a beer bottle and a plastic mug suspected of containing antifreeze were located in the garage. Yeah, let's do some shots. Yeah, apparently oh, yeah. we're just drinking. Who hasn't gotten S-faced in the garage with the neighbors? Come on, we all do it. Not oh, on man. antifreeze. That's doubtful. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, she's uh, due back in court on December 7th on those murder charges. Uh, why well, don't we? That's a hell yeah. of a story. Mm -hmm. I don't you think maybe he just glanced at the cup, knew it was antifreeze, take, took a look at her. And said, <laughs> yeah, no, Chris, he looked at her, he looked at the cup, he looked back at her, took the shot. Just went down, <laughs> bottoms up. <laughs> down the hatch. They're, uh, they're, but Joe, you said you saw the pictures here, too. Yeah. It was, those are my people right there, North Dakota. That's right. So. Why don't we uh, take a break? Room and, Hilda. Uh, listen to, Room listen, Hilda. Let's listen talk about something a little bit more positive and something that has structure. What are you counting me right now? No, I'm Minnesota just... Masonic Charities <laughs> online at mnmasoniccharities.org. And, you know, uh, yesterday I did talk to you about a guy that is in the Bloomington Masonic home, and he's rehabbing. Well, my guy uh, only did that because he heard the ads on Garage Logic. So I'm telling you right now, this guy says if there's a connection between your Masonic ad campaign and this Masonic home, let your peeps know that I chose their TCU because of you and your commercials and their stellar reputation among my West Side friends. TCU is traditional care unit. Just one of the divisions that Minnesota Masonic Charities you probably didn't know about. You didn't know that they have a traditional care unit for somebody that's repairing maybe a leg, arm, whatever the case may be. Well, they do. And that's exactly the reason why they're advertising on Garage Logic. They're trying to get the word out. John and his team over there do wonderful work at Minnesota Masonic Charities, and they want you to use them. So if you have questions, maybe about a traditional care unit and what happens after surgery, you call 952 948-6200. Better yet, find out all the information on mnmasoniccharities.org. Mike, we hope that you're appearing well, but we know that you're being treated with the best of care at Minnesota Masonic Charities. mnmasoniccharities.org. Uh, where is he? Where is there is a very disturbing story on uh, Alpha News about the threats to U.S. from Islamic terrorist groups. Yep. Wonder if anybody has read that. It's it's. Very I saw the headline and I did not want to read it because I've very, had enough trouble sleeping as it is, Kenny. Very you live very. In the middle of nowhere, you got no problems. Okay, you just keep it's telling yourself that. Quite alarming. Is it the well, FBI one, Kenny? Yeah. But I had that in the news yesterday, Kennedy. You listen to the show? No. Um, <laughs> well, you know I'm watching movies here. Dude. So I yeah, got so a he's to be excused. former roommate of mine and, yes. and now listener of the Garage Logic podcast saying um, if the Marine Corps ball being canceled isn't an eye-opener for the American public, it, it should be. Well, they've uh, received some uh, notices that they're required for duty. Mm -hmm. That means, guys, it's effing go time. Look on our own soil. 
Is it go time here? Or is it, it, are they? I think are, are they going over to uh, somebody? Israel? Help me! But isn't this the first time? I mean, outside of COVID, that they've canceled the Marine Corps ball? I'm I don't sure know anything World about. War II, it was canceled. I don't know anything about the Marine Corps ball. <laughs> it's their where are, it's their it's their annual. Um, where are they um, being recalled and sent? I think to? in the Middle East, uh, Ken. Okay, Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> That's a stupid question, Kenny. Okay. You're a dumbass. Okay. (laughs) All right. All right, dumbass. Okay, Kenny. All right. And be over there in the Middle East. All right. Hey, Ken. Let's go here. No. I got nothing left. I know, but uh, you're you're out the whole week next week, correct? Uh, How many times do I have to tell you this? I sent you an email. Do you read your email? I don't think he did. It sounds like he did not. Do I have to have Bernie call you? Bernie, I'll walk downstairs and talk to Reavers for me. I I have a message in to that gal. I've already forgotten her name. Kayla Peterson. To send me copy for Moon. Okay, good. And I will have those three ready for you tomorrow before the program. Do you want me to put that into email form that you will not read and (laughs) ask me about again? (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The king of... Ain't reading that shit, delete, is giving me shit about not seeing an email. Speaking of emails, oh, no. did you get that email about a uh, former employee? Yeah. What's Let's talk about her, Chris. What's Where, what's, I, what's... I don't have time to. Let's go. Oh, I, I, I truly, you know, truly hate all I mean... of you. I just, I really wish you all knew. How I, much you I know, I, you. I like giving you static, Chris, as much as anybody, but sometimes I do feel really sorry for you. <laughs> I don't know that person. Was her name Latoya? Latoya. Yeah. yeah, Michelle. Michelle Latoya. <laughs> Come on. Here's a man who's going to play the wrong Hey, this is Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, Stay like tuned it. for more. Oh, no. Hey, this is Ozzy Osbourne, and you're listening to Joe... No, one more time. Hey, this is Ozzy Osbourne, and you're listening to Joe... Give it up. Is uh, is there more news? Is that what we want now? Okay. In the Mideast, more civilians expected to leave Gaza today, a day after injured Palestinians and hundreds of foreign nationals crossed from Gaza into Egypt via the Rafah border crossing in the first sanctioned exodus in weeks. Palestinian official at the Rafah crossing told CNN 404 nationals were due to leave without specifying nationalities, as well as 60 other injured people. Uh, Egypt is preparing to facilitate the evacuation of about 7,000 foreign citizens in Gaza from more than 60 countries. Uh, Yesterday, six Americans crossed the border and went to Egypt. Meanwhile, Israeli troops advancing toward Gaza City today. No end in sight after weeks of heavy fighting. U.S. and Arab mediators intensified efforts to ease Israel's siege of the Hamas-ruled enclave and called for at least a brief halt to the hostilities in order to help those civilians out. Um, John, you're claiming that you did a story yesterday where the Jesus FBI God. director said that threats to the U.S. from Islamic terrorist groups rise to a whole nother level. We had sure a little did, bit of Ken. a discussion of this off the air during the break. Sure and did, Joe, Joe Souchere claims we have nothing to worry about. Would you like to expound on that theory, Joe? I didn't say that. I said Reavers has nothing to worry about. He lives in the middle of nowhere. No Why do you... Him. 
why do you think people in the middle of nowhere have nothing to worry because about? Because these people love the action the closer you get to the country's tallest building. That may be true, but I have the real reason, and Chris oh. probably realizes this. Because when you leave the area around the country's tallest buildings, mm -hmm. every pickup truck you see has a guy or gal driving it who's holding probably three to four firearms in that truck with at least a thousand rounds of ammunition. And that's true of many people in the urban core. So, I mean, if it comes down to it, right. I think the good old boys it's in the rednecks, yeah, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a shootout. Yeah. Tell anyway. I'm not going. Ain't coming this way. I'm going the other way. Anyway, John, next time you do a story that interesting, you might want to remind us to, you know, maybe pay attention and turn <laughs> turn the movie off. Yeah. He testified. Story, you guys can go back to being bored. Yeah. He just did. He's blaming height for his own yeah. unattendedness. Right, right, right. He testified two days ago. I did the story yesterday. It was this long on my cut sheet. I read the whole entire story. Didn't hear a word. Not today. Kenny's all upset about the he's story. He's watching you well, know, Ma I don't, Ma Kettle go to the bank. Right? I don't <laughs> remember that story, and I was just reading this story this morning and thought, huh, it's too bad height is so bad at his job. He God almighty. <laughs> you know. I should send this to John because he obviously missed it. <laughs> I'm not. Nope. <laughs> oh, Why would you do that, John? Yeah, I know. I, Let's go here, Johnny. Don't you settle down to. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Fellow Republicans took over, uh, took after, I'm sorry, Senator Tommy Tuberville yesterday. Uh, Tuberville, uh, as we've talked about before, has held up over 300 President Biden military nominees because of the Pentagon's travel policy for troops seeking abortions. Well, concerns about General Eric Smith's apparent cardiac arrest on Sunday, coupled with everything going on in the Middle East, caused his fellow Republicans to confront Tuberville on the floor of the Senate yesterday. It stretched nearly five hours, the confrontation with Joni Ernst, a retired Army officer, and Dan Sullivan, a colonel in the Marine Corps Reserve, rotating to bring forward the bulk of 61 officers presented by name. They called out Tuberville for saying previously he would relent on nominations that were brought forward individually. Sullivan said at one point, Xi Jinping is loving this, so is Putin. How dumb can we be? Lindsey Graham confronted Tuberville, imploring him to lift his hold for the sake of national security. In a brief interview Wednesday, Tuberville says he has no intent to change course he isn't going to get they don't you know how powerful the third rail is how they, powerful they couldn't is it? even get rid of this turd santos he's a he's a congenital liar he's a psycho uh however allegedly and they can't get rid of him they voted to keep him in there while he's got to have his trial he's right. going to go through the whole third rail protection racket so even if you get in there and you're a turd yeah you're, you it's you bad. enjoy the benefits of the third rail Right, we got to do something about this. Uh, meanwhile, right. speaking, I speaking, mean... speaking of Congress, meanwhile, Republican Representative Ken Buck of Colorado announced he will not seek re-election last year. Buck's announcement came just hours after another veteran House Republican, Kay Granger of Texas, the powerful chair of the House Appropriations Committee, confirmed she would not seek re-election. Uh, Buck said he's leaving Congress in large part because he's frustrated with the direction he saw in his own Republican Party. He said, quote, uh, this is, by the way, a conservative Republican. He said, too many Republican leaders are lying to America. He said his decision to not seek re-election comes after months of publicly sharing his displeasure with the party, namely that colleagues are still denying the results of the 2020 election as well 
uh, well into the year 2023. John, do you know what Ken Buck's nephew calls him? <laughs> what? Uncle Buck. Hey, Jenny LaRue! I now know why you guys don't hear the stories I read. You know, the park's closed. The moose outside should have told you. I mean, no better lines have ever been uttered. I I bought that the park was closed at that point. I'm turning around, you know? Oscar worthy. Yes, I know, 100%. Well, what a guy. Well, Disney Company said it will acquire a 33% stake in Hulu from Comcast for about $8.6 billion. Yeah. A deal that will give Disney undisputed control of the streaming service. Uh, Disney has actually run Hulu since 2019 when Comcast ceded its authority to Disney and effectively became a silent partner. Hulu began back in 2007, quickly evolved into a service backed by entertainment conglomerates who hope to stave off the internet with an online platform for their own TV shows. Uh, they, of course, carry stuff from different networks and they also have their own programming like only murders in this building and the bear and at this point they are one of the few streaming services reporting a profit during the last couple of years john thank you yeah it's just uh, i'm surprised you waited that long before you gave up really really fantastic <laughs> say uh how does this sound bavarian oktoberfest bratwurst yes huh yes you know what it is it's savory, and it's available at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. Tater tot hot dish bratwurst, mm. candy corn bratwurst, pre-made meals. You know, fall's a busy time. You want to call ahead? They'll have a pre-made meal for you. Baked beans, ground beef hot dish, pulled pork, beef, chicken, turkey, sloppy joes, Swedish meatballs, yeah. tater tot hot dish. Uh, plus, Grunhofer's is hiring. If you uh, want to get into the meat industry, both Grunhoffers in Hugo and Forest Lake are hiring. It's the Meat Emporium. It's the capital of meat for all garage logicians. Call the Forest Lake store if you want to order ahead. 651-982-1182 or the Hugo store. 651-426-2800. Not to mention the steaks, the bacon, the ham, the chicken, the salmon, the pork, the the uh, pork shoulders. Well, you know what it is. Yeah. It's every possible meat you could ever want as fresh as you could possibly get it it's grunhofer's they're just north of hugo on highway 61 and they're in forest lake just immediately east of 35 on highway 97 and soon around christmas time a third grunhofer's will be opening in the white bear lake area grunhofer's old-fashioned meats Let's just go with birds uh, whose names are going to have to be changed to reflect sens sensibility. You know. Right. You know, I can't say the wetback whippoorwill. No. You, know. you can't say any of the... I can't say that. Uh, wait, uh, 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 <laughs> I brought my guide. Is it too late, Chris? For what? 
Cut that. Flag that. Flag that. We're taking that out. I went everybody's head about the bird. Okay. It's like the drum roll. <laughs> hmm. Wait for it. Can't believe you uh, hadn't heard about the bird. Oom pa pa oom pa pa. God, I wish. Why? I want to play music again on the show. Let's just do it. Music. Yeah, why don't you do it? Somebody has somebody has to set precedent, a precedent know, then, in the court of law. Let it be us. Let's be no, the leader. You know what I've noticed? Pioneers. Every Pioneers. podcast in the country no, would thank us. I was going to just say the opposite. Some of the ones that I listen to nationally have now also removed music and things from there. So you'll of course a, they have. Let's go upstairs and tell them we're going to do it. We're doing you music. guys. You guys are going to fight a good battle here. This is going to be fun. Signed, Kenny Olson. <laughs> Guess it's time for me to call the gas station, see if I can get back on. Huh? <laughs> get on the schedule. <laughs> I'm start driving green cart for a living. There you go. You ready, Joe? Yes. Rolling. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. We gotta change the names of some birds because of racial insensitivity. And according to the Audubon Society, the birds might have been named after someone who knew a black person in 1798 and therefore was racist. So we have to we have to change. The birding community is up in arms about this. And uh, it leads us to realize that. Many, many names of birds will have to be changed uh, to reflect modern sensibilities. I'm, I'm trying to find some of the bird names they're changing. Uh, we, don't, uh, we don't have any that I can see here. But I brought my guide, and I think what will happen is, for example, the American white pelican. Yeah. That will yeah. have to become the American Privileged pelican. Ah, okay, I see what they're doing. <laughs> because you can't have the, right. you just can't go there. Uh, red-winged blackbird could become possibly the Native American winged blackbird. Okay. Because you got can't, uh, right. you shouldn't use, you know, we got rid of redskins, for example. Indigo bunting, I think that'll be okay. The brown-headed cowbird, uh, I don't know if that could pass muster. The, the European starling's all right. Uh, yellow-headed blackbirds, all right. The common grackle, what do you think? Common grackle? Yeah. Uh, the American coot, that's very insensitive to old people. Yes, very. <laughs> so I think that we, uh, we'll have to change that to the American <coughs> geezer. Yeah, uh, the, the geezer. American geezer. Seen the geezer? A coot is a duck. Is there? Uh, and they also call them mud hens. What's the difference? Are they the same? What's what's going what on? What about there? the uh, red-headed, double-breasted mattress thrasher? Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what I want to see. Uh, I knew her for a while. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. costly, uh, very costly. The name of the rose-breasted grosbeak. Mm, okay, that's unfair to people named Rose. I see. What do you think the yellow-bellied sapsucker? Yeah. Yep. What do you uh, got? Uh, well, sucker is a bad uh, connotation Ooh. there. So uh, <laughs> uh, the yellow-bellied, easily fooled. 
Oh, I thought maybe the, fooled, the yeah. yellow-bellied good girl. Good girl, okay. You got your hairy woodpecker? <laughs> yeah. You know? You got your red-headed woodpecker. You got yours? You got your oh. red-bellied woodpecker. <laughs> yep. You got your hooded merganser. Yep. Oh, that hate those things. Well, hooded suggests a kind of a gangster situation, doesn't they're, it? Uh, you know what? I'll tell you something about them. They're, they're fish eaters. And they abandon their young. Oh, boy. These things will drop 10, 12 eggs, and by the end of the day, they're back at the Legion pouring them down. They're horrible, horrible (laughs) birds. Bald eagle, do you really want to be that insulting? No, no, you you don't. You want to have some. The hairy eagle. Okay. Well, follically challenged eagle. The follically challenged eagle. Yeah. Tree swallow. Swallow what? What about that? Barn swallow. Well... Everywhere, Kenny, Kenny. all over, <laughs> all, all over town, huh? When did you see your last barn swallow, Kenny? Yeah, <laughs> the nineties, but <laughs> the chimney swift, chimney swift. Yeah. Yeah. Do, they come, do they come to my house? The chipping they sparrow. Bring the chimney to you. The common red pole. What? Oh the, yeah, uh, the, hey. pine, the, the pine, common uh, red pole. Yeah, yeah, pine system. Kenny. Yeah, once again, the 90s. <laughs> the house finch, that's... Uh, that's derogatory. It is derogatory. The house wren is derogatory. Yeah. Uh, a lot of indigos. I guess they're all right. The dark-eyed junco. The dark-eyed uh, junco. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. dark eyes. The song okay. sparrow. I think that's okay, don't you? The house sparrow. A lot of house birds. Purple no finch. That. The purple finch. All right. Joe, when will it end? When will we stop? When he gets to the last page. Here's no, the I mean, throated <laughs> sparrow. That would be the privileged throated oh. sparrow. Oh, you meant, okay. You don't want to have a serious conversation regarding this? Yes, I We're, do. This well, is terrible. When, when is this going to end, this whole craze of denying history or changing names, the whole thing? When are we going to grow up and, and learn history? As soon as we elect people that aren't insane. As soon as we elect people that have values instead of agendas. But, this bird changing thing has nothing to do with elected officials. No, this it is a movement within the. Well, but the movement is so spread out that it's it, it's infiltrating everything. And uh, what was the trouble here? Did Autobahn have a? Was he a racist? Is that the problem? It's the American Ornithological Society <laughs> that's um, taking this on. How do you pronounce that, John? Ornithological. Thank yeah, you. Whatever. I don't. I think no, I might I, have blown it. Ornithology. Come on. Yeah, you know what we mean. Yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna explore eighty new names. So uh, we have to rename eighty birds. Uh, wow. Yeah, apparently uh, he did have some issues with race. Yeah. Uh, in fact, one uh, some of the local groups have changed their name from Audubon Society to different names. Yeah. Everybody in the history of this company or company country has had some sort of issue with race or indigenous or fill in the blank did lincoln right blackbirds blackbirders who trace the bachman sparrow and the bachman's warbler 
to the man they immortalized John Bachman might find this passage in one of his speeches, that the Negro will remain as he is unless his form is changed by amalgamation, which is revolting mm-hmm. to us, that his intellect is greatly inferior to that of the Caucasian, that he is therefore incapable of self-government, that he is thrown to our protection, that our defense of slavery is contained within the Holy Scriptures. I don't blame you. If you want to change Bachman's Sparrow and Bachman's Warbler, that's fine with me. What about Bachman Turner Overdrive? I would think you'd have to change it. It's, it's yeah, Bachman, that, sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, but It's the way Randy pronounces it. Bachman. I mean, the guy's obviously you know why a Randy dumb... pronounces that way, John? Because he's aware this guy. of this Bachman guy. Yeah. Well, the he's guy's been, obviously about, a bad doing guy. doing it though since the 60s. Which, what about uh, Bachman's Floral know. Store? What are they going to yeah. do? Yeah, what are we doing? Joe, have you heard about the bird? Yes, I have. The bird is the word. The Society and its predecessor, the American Ornithologist Union, have managed a list of English language bird names in North America since 1886. They're used in schools, governments, conservation, birders, and other groups. And now there's 80 of them that are problematic. And if you want to change those, you know what? I'm fine with that. Uh, Joe, your name, your first name, is uh, brings on racial connotations. It's very racist to me because it reminds me of a guy named Joseph Rag, who in the 1730s was the predominant slave trader in South Carolina. I do feel you should change your first name. What about Reavers? His name reminds me of Francis Christopher Catron. Also very, very racist. He was married um, to Nancy Margaret Duff Catron, father of William Catron, Mary Catron, Karina Catron, Thomas and Lucy Farmer in Virginia. Yeah. Uh, he was a, uh, he served uh, with the uh, Confederates. No, oh, well, no wonder. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, Francis Christopher, your name, um, pick out a new one if you, if you don't mind. Uh, Matt, you're done. Matthew Duncan Ector was an American legislator, a Texas jurist, and a general in the Confederate States Army. Hmm. There could be no more Matthews. What Reverend about? John Wesley Height. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh. Mm. Law graduate, University of Georgia, Methodist minister, served in the Confederate Army. Oof. Well, that's, you're done, John. I can't imagine you could look into the history of the name Ken, Kenny, or Kenneth and find anything awful <laughs> related to that name. Yes, that is a, that's a happy name. There's nothing awful about the name. When you think Kenny, you think happiness, smiles, joy. Ken Burns, bad hair. Oh, Damn, bad yeah. hair. <laughs> bad hair. Well, and uh, Ken uh, Dahl, good hair. Yes, yeah. very good hair. But these birds are, are their days are numbered, and I I, uh, I think for sensibility's sake we have to we have to be cognizant of that. And uh, uh, you got the kill deer that suggests violence. Yep. I don't think that should be named kill deer. There's a shorebird, or as my uh, uncle Al calls all birds of that kind. Shit birds. Yeah. The northern flicker. You can imagine what that bird's original <laughs> the name northern was. northern flicker. Yeah, they change it to the flicker. I got it. It was the northern, you know, go bleep yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now it's the northern flicker. a couple, flicker. Move a couple of vowels. See, they've already changed some of the names right. just to stay Yeah, out. that's probably best in that case. I, uh, yeah. I had uh, an uncle, too, Kenny. Uh, he, your name for birds there. But he would ask me when I was about 10, hey, what kind of bird doesn't fly? 
And then the answer would be it's yours. The S bird? Yes. <laughs> and I'd go, <laughs> Anytime your uncle would swear around you, that, that oh, was yeah. just awesome. What kind of bird doesn't fly? John? An, an S bird. The one Kenny said about two minutes ago. Oh, an S bird. Oh. Well, but. Yeah, never mind. I guess I didn't get it. You did you I? weren't listening now, were you? No, I'm looking you, you for actually, birds. Uh, you Here's actually the red-breasted nuthatch. Yeah, never mind. That's related to the red-headed double-breasted mattress thrasher. <laughs> A barred owl, the great horned owl. Oh, I love owls. Jeez. Uh, Who? Owls. So, what? Thank you, Chris. Yeah, you give me a question, I'm going to answer it. You he give him anything, he's going to read it. Red-breasted nuthatch. Danny, um, is that uh, both of these nuts? Yeah, it's both of these. <laughs> Red-breasted nuts. I did the jar. Uh, Just... The sandhill crane, the cooper's hawk, rock pigeon. The white-breasted nuthatch would have to be the privilege-breasted nuthatch. Is there a bird, the vanilla nut taps? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, I'm unaware of that. Okay, mm. I didn't know. Yeah, the Thought eastern, the eastern Phoebe. It's a, it's a can I, name, isn't it? Can I ask you a question? No. You okay? Never mind. <laughs> You're peaching. Go ahead, John. No, for those of you that are just tuning in for the first time, yeah. every Thursday for half an hour, he reads lists of animals <laughs> at about one fifteen. Yeah. Um, next week it's. Um, uh, what do we got? Dogs. I, do dogs. I got news for you. If you are just tuning in for the first time, ain't a chance in hell you're still with the show right now. <laughs> All right, I'm going to put it down. Uh, you know. I uh, would like to point I don't know where you found the Reverend John Wesley Height, but I went and looked him up. And uh, it might be right because somebody planted a memorial tree for him with a Confederate flag on his funeral. John, oh, did you happen to see his picture, John? I did. I have. Um, uh, I is he? Him. Are you a descendant of him? No, uh, none of my heights came. There was a lot of heights in the South, but as far as we can tell, well, and I, apparently I he's got a goatee, and he kind of looks like you. He doesn't look like me. I asked yeah. the Lymans to inform us why people from Ecuador might be flocking to this country, and they note that there are lasting economic effects from the COVID pandemic. There's domestic insecurity. Uh, increase in violence, bad government. Some of the candidates get shot. Uh, that's the best answer they can give. Well, they're there now. They're finding it very expensive, and uh, they have provided. And I also got a note from uh, I got a note from Amber who writes: I work part time at a local co-op, and they have had several people try to use New York EB benefit cards. I thought that was strange. Kind regards, Amber. Hmm. We're getting a lot of Ecuadorians here, in case you haven't noticed. But comes uh, this this comes from Mirador, San Jose, Ecuador, from the traveling Lymans. On this day, Joe, today is November second. In eighteen sixty nine, measuring one third of a township, tiny Manoman County. Uh, then the printer cut off. John, do you have it in front of I'm, you? I'm looking right now. I was yeah. just pulling it up. On this day in 1948, 11-2, <laughs> Hubert H. Humphrey won Minnesota's race for U.S. Senate. During three consecutive terms, he supports a N. Nuclear, civil, nu nuclear uh, test ban treaty and the Civil Rights Act. Rights Act. Now, he might be the last U.S. senator, uh, a Democrat, who actually had a job, who worked for a living. He was a pharmacist at his dad's drugstore. Did you know that? I did. Okay. I didn't know that. 
on this day in 1993. November 2nd. Huh? Uh, Sharon Sales Belton was elected mayor of Minneapolis. The first, of course, first American woman, first African-American woman, first woman. She was, uh, she had worked for the State Department of Corrections. We have a lot to be proud of. That's true. We have done great things for this city that other people could not do. And we did them because we knew they were the right things to do. I like sure. And you know what? I feel like we have been a success. Another, another Democrat politician that would come on your show. Well, and she wasn't a Mysterian. No. She just wasn't a Mysterian. You missed her. Well, compared to this little fruitcake you got now, right? Jeez, Louise, they can't even figure out where to put a police precinct, even though one exists. Thank you, GLers. Uh, don't forget, if you haven't signed up for the Garage Logic Town Council, now is the time to do it. Two weeks from yesterday, our second annual town council meeting taking place at Tattersall, where. Everyone in attendance is going to get a Garage Logic map. I just received two emails from people that are signing up for the council to specifically go to the Tatters All event. Fantastic. So you can still do that today. Uh, I would love for you to do that. Hey, if you want to uh, be entertained, go to directly to YouTube. Garage Logic, Garage Logic has their own YouTube page, and you can subscribe for free. Now, the town council is found at garagelogic.com. Follow the steps to sign up. Ten bucks a month, hundred bucks for the whole year. You'll be entertained, and you will be you'll have the privilege of attending these private town council events. Then slip over to the talk shop and uh, check out some of the garb we have. 30th anniversary garb is plenty in the talk shop. Garagelogic.cha. Joe. Yes. Joe, did you see the James Walsh interview with Paul McAbee in yesterday's strip? Yes. I'm ready for you, sir. The barbarian theory of why there is a bike path on some, why a bike path is intended for Summit Avenue. I have a feeling I know what you're going to write about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who are the people who would vote for Democratic Socialists of America? Question mark. Is it socialist or socialists? Socialist. No S. Okay. No, Democratic Socialists Lists of America. Of America. Question mark. Okay. John Hyde. Johnny Hyde. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> I got to hear that. We got to hear it, don't we, Joe? Come on here. That was a big local hit. What was? The bird? No, I need to hear Patrick saying. Yes, it is. Why did he scream that? Yes, it is. We don't know. When you introduced John. Scared the hell out of me. That's all I remember. We all kind of looked up like, what just happened? What's he doing? John, don't forget to send me news stories. I'm uh, right in the process of doing that, Mr. Reavers. How come it's so freaking hot in here? We turned it down. 
Or is it me? Am I having hot flashes? Am I going You're through going menopause? Menopause. Probably. Okay, Chris, I uh, sent it to you there. Are you guys familiar with Nashville hot sauce? Yes. Oh, Brian, not Brian, Tom made Nashville hot sauce yeah, I had that yesterday. yesterday. It was good. Oh. I need was to it get sauce? So it wasn't like Nashville chicken, like the yeah, the, it, it was breaded chicken. It was the it was the good chicken breast. Yeah, it, he took some time. It wasn't good, but not a chicken. not a liquid sauce, right? Or yeah, and then it? he put oh, the, okay. that sauce on it. It's Sweet Baby Ray. Is that the brand? I didn't even. I don't even. see Yeah, it. he showed it to the oh. jug, and so I was at Colburn's yesterday in Belle Plaine, so I had to get my supplies and my lotto. Um, <laughs> And I looked for it. They didn't have it unless I would, because I would assume it's right by the, the Sweet barbecue baby Ray sauce. Should be there, yeah. yeah, yeah. The barbecue sauce was, but not the Nashville hot sauce. I need me some of that. Bye, Joe. Joe, you like hot sauce? Dill Call me now. Sauce. You like hot sauce? Okay. Dill loves Appreciate Nashville you. chicken, but that's with the uh, you know the powder, the salt, whatever. The just get the Nashville yeah. hot sauce. Hot sauce. He doesn't. He, he likes the. He wants the it dry. dry. Drive. Is he yeah. writing writing today? Sure is, Ken. He ain't playing golf. Everybody's heard about the bird. How many did we get by him there? Quite a few. Yeah. He was off his game today. Definitely, definitely 125. Definitely. Definitely gotta go. Gotta get going. Gotta write. There it is, Chris. We baby raised Nashville hot wing yeah, sauce. That's the stuff that he used. My God, was it good. <clears throat> I, w- I bet it's good with anything. You know, shrimp. It almost, is it like the color of buffalo sauce almost? It is. It's it's, like, it, but it's yeah. a little bit more brown. A Got little it. bit more brown texture to it. Kind of looks it. like baby diarrhea, but it's really good. Mm. Jesus. Mm. 125 hearts. I got to delete that tweet. What? what? What's with these people? Oh, too successful. <laughs> too successful. Got to go. Just let it be. They should take away the like button on Twitter. It'd save a lot of hassles. I don't care if anybody likes it. The best way to get on Kenny's good side, don't engage. Yeah. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Tag, Leave me alone. Tag everybody. <clears throat> okay. Oh, Kenny posted about Krabby, huh? So you? Yeah, but that's not what I was referring to. No. It was that one, one about the deer this morning. I told everybody it was because you pulled the plug. So <laughs> I had a couple of people say I should call you an idiot. So you're an idiot, okay? Yeah. I, Kenny already knows that. I actually answered him saying, I tell him that about twice a week. It doesn't do any good. Trust me. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> I was brought up on that. I don't, doesn't. <sighs> oh, yeah. I got to get back to what's her name. Good old what's her name. She said, oh, he's got such a tender heart. I bet he feels bad. Well, no, he was being a shithead, and he needs to be, you can't, oh, God. I always have to be the bad cop, always. She has zero discipline in her body. 
Who's that? My wife. Oh, with your kids? Yes. <clears throat> That's how I was. That's why my son loves me more. Right. It's same with me, Kenny. <laughs> Lori's yeah. the discipliner in this. The family. only time I got down on him if he was um, if he was being mean or sassing her, I would not allow. <laughs> you do not say that to your mother ever. Ever. It's exactly ever. My, exactly Wait, my so house. You, you were both. You both. Yeah. The Bodias were the good cops. Oh, I was. Yeah. The, yeah. I was, yeah. I, I was the good well, soft. Yeah. Soft you guys. Guy. I gotta be the bad cop. Well, well, fine. You know, you go ahead, be a jackass. They'll hate you your whole life. I don't care. It's not my, not my family. Not my war. <laughs> yeah. At least we'll visit you on your deathbed, Chris. God damn it! Don't say that. Well, that's how it works. I don't know anything about parenting, and that's how I did. And it might be wrong, but it's too late now. If it's a problem, he can go get therapy. <laughs> and I will take all the blame. I, I have no problem taking blame. Get blame for everything. That's fine. All I do is say I'm sorry. Uh, Wait, hold me now. It's hard for me to say I'm sorry. Jesus, God. <laughs> <laughs> you should just laugh. Every time you laugh, you should just laugh like John, John Ken and see if he catches well, it. As soon as I heard Ken Buck, I thought, okay, I got to wait, and then I got to set up Uncle Buck. <laughs> That was pretty funny. But you know uh, Joe's really mad for you saying that on his show when he doesn't even look at you or pretend he's angry. Right. Oh, <laughs> he was seething. Oh, he was so mad. I cannot the believe other that thing is dumb he, shit just said that on the show. <laughs> we we all can go get away with jokes that we all get, but he has no clue what's going right. on. Right. Just well, right he doesn't even know their Yeah, he doesn't even know their jokes. Exactly. All right, I got to get back, brothers, from another mother's. See you dudes tomorrow. See you tomorrow. 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 So, uh, I don't know. Uh, that game last night. I know. Are we still uh, council? Yes. I was really hoping the uh, Dallas-Fort uh, Worth, uh, whatever the hell they call themselves, would would lose but texas rangers i know i wanted a friday night ball game for my birthday that's all i wanted one yeah. more ball game that's all i wanted plus i don't like i don't know why i don't like it when teams win it on the road yeah you know you suck when you lose it in your own backyard yep I just used the puberty word with her because he's starting to ask some questions, shall we say. Uh-oh. That's also mom's responsibility. No, no. No, I have a rule with the boys. I said, you you can always ask me whatever you want, and I'm no, never going to make fun of you. Give him a penthouse or a hustler and be done with it. <laughs> What's it, Rook? Here's how it works. Larry Flint yeah. knows. Let him explain. What's the Ray Road story? What is it again? Ray Road story is... Were you, were you sure about replacing whatever? The quarterback, quarterback? in the second half. And he said, um, there was only one time in my life that I was sure of something. And it was the first time that I I was deaf. I was sure that I was going to be doing that again. Was that when he was the Packers head coach? Yes. <laughs> Uh, 
Oh, that's funny. That's funny. God, the shit you remember. Were you still alive? Ray? Yeah. Well, he can't be that old. He coached the Packers well, remember, in the 90s. He had a stroke, though, at one point. I oh, did he really? He is still alive. He's 73. Oh, I'm surprised you didn't bring up Bobby Knight. I had it in my news, but Joe kind of, you know, I had six more stories. Oh. Usually depends on how long that first segment goes. And once we got to the stories about the goofy people, that segment went pretty long. Yeah, 2005, he suffered a stroke in his suburban Seattle home. Oh, I got a good one. I'm going to send that to myself. <laughs> it's a bat in the ball for a hundred or a dollar ten. <laughs> Hold on here. I got to send that. That was 25 years ago he was the Packers coach. I'm yeah. old. Jeez. John, well, I don't want to repeat that on the, in public. Yeah. Okay. No, I was going to say uh, something. I, it's, not, it's not, no, it's, it's, it's nothing. It's that's nothing. fine. <laughs> I, I hate, I'm going to be 40 fucking six tomorrow. Yep. Dill's going to be 28 tomorrow. Wait. Huh. Yes. What? Oh. Rookie's talking to somebody. I thought he was talking to me. Oh. All right. Well, John, I got to let you go because I still have yep. to call Mr. Money Talk. I have to. Uh, my wife wants to go work out. So I'm going to the gym, baby. <laughs> <laughs>